What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? Ah, I think I'm going to try uh, Pliny the Elder. Pliny. How do you Pliny say that? Right. Pliny? Plenty? Pliny. Hmm. Interesting. Does that look right to you? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to have... familiar a... with that word. P-L-I-N-T-Y. Yeah. I don't... Anyways, it should be pretty good because it uh, apparently held the title of Best Beer in America... For an astounding eight years. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've never heard of it. Well, you heard of it tonight, my yeah, friend. Yeah, that's, that's strange. Mm. Speaking of strange, mm. remember that time that uh, one of our good friends when we were younger, mm. he told our family that really far out into this area, I mean, it was just like where we're at, it's very rural, so mm. like where it was located, it was pretty much out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it was a very small area, you know, not a very small community mm-hmm. and not a lot of traffic. But he kept talking about that there was this strange excavation site. Yeah. And, and I feel like he, he he thought it was like archaeology, like they were doing a like site. kind of, he thought that, he kept saying like they're digging up dinosaur bones out there. And yeah. we didn't believe him. We didn't believe him because we were like, well, you know, this. I mean, he was, we were young, right? It's too so we, fantastic. So even our parents were kind of like, no, I mean, nobody had heard anything like this, right? right. So we're like in a small town, you would have heard about something right. like this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just didn't believe him. And we just, you know, we thought, he just kept going on about it. So finally our parents were like, okay, so I'll tell you what, if this place exists, we'll go out here and look at it. Like, we'll get in the car, and we'll, you know, you tell us where to go, and we'll go out and look at this place. He was challenged. And he, he was like, sure, yeah, let's go. And we're like, <laughs> We're kind of looking at him, we're like, dude, like, if this is like, like dude, like, like we've, we've played our imaginary games, too, with them, but, like, this is where you stop, dude, because we're getting serious now. And he's like, no, no, it's cool, man, yeah, I'll go, I'll show you guys where it's at. So, anyways, we all get in the car, mm-hmm. and sure enough, he dropped, we, we managed to find our way out to this place, and it was like they were working on a road. They mm-hmm. had actually begin building a part of a road, but there was this big excavation site that had been... Sealed off. It was. It was there. Yeah. 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 And I remember that it, it wasn't like they were. They were digging up some kind of. It was some kind of archaeological dig. There was some kind of sign or something that said it was an archaeological dig. And I remember like like it was real. He was telling like <laughs> right. he was telling the truth. Right. And it was just like really weird. I remember that. And I remember like our parents being like really weirded out by it. Like. I even feel like our dad was like getting out and like taking pictures of it and uh-huh. stuff, trying to like like figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. So what was it? Well, I, I don't know. So like so as we were thinking about so as I was thinking about this, mm-hmm. I thought like like we should look up and see if there's anything related to this. Right. Right. And so you actually looked like try to look it up to see if there was anything that showed within that area yeah. there was any type of archaeological dig site or any kind of excavate, you know, anything of interest that happened in that area. Right. I only found, like, a, one link that talks about a point of interest and, and that it's located in this area. But that really? was it. Really? Yeah, I, I can't find any, like, real hard information on it. Like, what was, so really, when it happened. Yeah. So he looked it up and it just said right. there was a point of interest. Right. It doesn't, yeah. And, and this was a point. So what was the website again? This was, like, the Kentucky... Archaeological Society or something? What did you say it was? Something like that, yeah. So it actually marks it as an actual... So it marks it and says, Kentucky Department of Anthropology Archaeological Site. I don't know if that's a current thing or if it's... 
it even has times listed on the for when it's supposedly open, and it says so Friday and like Saturday a, from nine to four. So this is like a museum now. I don't know. I've never even heard of. That's it. really bizarre. And you can't find any pictures or any article that specifically say oh. here's the place you can like. Nobody's like got. Hey, I visited the the art. No, <laughs> that's strange. Even the pictures are just pictures of houses and. That's that's really bizarre. See, and, and it's so strange because I remember it as being such kind of a strange discovery. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, everybody was just kind of, what did they find, Chris? At all. Well, it's sort of strange. So dad, our dad was, at the time was working for the newspaper. Mm-hmm. So you would think he would have known like local news, right? What right. was going on? And mm-hmm. this was something we didn't know about. And yeah. It was so weird. So I think what we kind of pieced together, and I remember now, that it, I think what was happening, like I said, they were actually in the process of building a road. Mm-hmm. And which, they had, which, let's go ahead and explain, the road links Lebanon, Kentucky to Bradfordsville. Right. That's the two, it links these right. two cities, to, or, yeah, these two cities together. Right. But anyways, and I guess at some point they started digging up these uh, artifacts of some sort. I don't know if they're bones or, you know, I don't Native American stuff. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I don't, based off of what you're looking up, you can't really seem to find any specific information on it. Mm-hmm. But that's what, I guess, initially what we came upon was that they had to stop the construction on the road. Yeah. Because now it had become an active Dig, like it had become an active, full, active site where they were going to start uncovering whatever they had found. Hmm. Relics of old. What did they find? Tomes. Ancient men. Forgotten. Wisdom. Forgotten knowledge of the old world. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, it's kind of weird you can't find much on it. Yeah. I, I would like to research it. I just feel like going back to the spot to see if yeah. what's there. Is it just a road and fields and houses, or is full-on government installation? And if it is, I'd almost want to like walk around the area and see if I could find any like re- you know remnants of what might have mm-hmm. happened there. I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. It just, it's weird when those things stick out to me because flying saucer pieces. Well, it, well, it's kind of thing because to me, it's like there's a reason why I remember it so well, mm-hmm. or at least as well, as well as I do, is because like it was something you know, stood out to me. Yeah, you know, and kind of imprinted itself on my mind. But I remember, that. yeah. Regardless of what it is, you you still kind of make it sound right. like it was this almost creepy event. Yeah, it was just we just we were just kind of at all, mm-hmm. you know. We were like, well, this is he, first of all, he's he's not lying. Like this is real. <laughs> and then we're kind of like, and we were like, well, what like what is this? Like what's going on? <laughs> it was like it's like we. You know, I'm not you kidding nosy to you, bastard. Uh, you know, maybe it was just me as a kid, as a little anxious kid. You know. Yeah. But maybe, like, it, it felt like we had come upon something we weren't supposed to come upon or we were right. supposed to right. know about. Mm. Even though I'm sure it's probably wildly not the case, but that's certainly the way it felt. Yeah. One of those weird memories I have. Speaking of another weird memory, uh-huh. Spurlington Tunnel. Does, it, oh, does yeah. that ring a bell to you? Yeah, I remember Spurlington Tunnel. So anybody sitting around with us, you know, if you, guys a spooky are, tunnel. if you guys are familiar with the local area, there's sort of this you know, kind of interesting place that people like to go explore called the Spurlington Tunnel. Yeah. And actually, the Spurlington Tunnel, if, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that it was actually used to be a train went through. It was actually a tunnel that was made for a train to go through it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, yeah. And, um, of course, it's abandoned, abandoned now. There's no train tracks that go through there. Mm-hmm. It's not active, but the tunnel is still left, and that's what people like to go kind of explore. 
And it was always kind of creepy because there was sort of this urban legend mm-hmm. that existed about the tunnel, and it and it revolved around a woman named Nancy Bass. Yeah. Does it sound familiar to you? Yeah, yeah, I remember this. And and suppose some people theorize that she, I mean, she was a local that lived in the area. Mm-hmm. And some people theorize that she practiced witchcraft, but that's kind of like, man, you know, regardless, the name sticks with the woman. They, they right. believe that this person existed. Right. And that supposedly Jesse James... The man, and his gang actually hung around that area for a little for a time when they were on the run. Really, and I don't that, remember there was there Jesse was, James. Yeah, so so this is part of the lore, right? Yeah, but I don't know if this is fact or not. But this is actually part of the legend, and <laughs> right, and they you. had while they were there, they had actually hid some of their loot in the tunnel. The loot, I got right. You. They had loot and stuff, and they hid it in they the tunnel. Robin Banks, and while they were doing this, they the, Nancy Bass came upon them, like came up on them. Uh-huh. And witnessed them doing this, and they saw her, and they ended up they ended up killing her, and they buried her above the tunnel, the uh, Spurling now, Tunnel. Now, wasn't the legend that they they hunger through the? Okay, well, 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 to describe it really quickly, this is this is a man made tunnel. So, so, so we got to give you a picture of the tunnel. So, yeah. obviously, imagine this really long tunnel that's almost, it's almost like a cave. It's going through rock, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of this really long echoing, dark tunnel that mm. goes from one end to the other. That's it. It's not really any curves or anything like that. Right. But kind of towards the... Cent- I feel like at some point in the tunnel, there's this giant opening mm-hmm. in the ceiling of it that actually opens up and the ground above. Right. And... It was for exhaust. Right. So it's kind of weird because you get to this point and you look up and there's just like the night sky above mm-hmm. us, right? And you're it's kind really of looking cool, out actually, to the world yeah. from the underground. It's really neat. Yeah. But I feel like there was maybe some some part of the legend that the way they killed her is they like hunger through the hole. Like they kind of threw her... They, right. They hunger or whatever. Threw down through that hole. Through the exhaust hole. Right. Right. That's how they killed her. Mm-hmm. And they buried her body somewhere up above the tunnel. They pulled her back up and buried her body. So, anyways, is there any truth to that, or does it? Not well, say? It, once again, this is no. I don't know if there's any direct facts that fall along this. This is just kind of the 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 uh, accepted urban legend of that area, of uh-huh. this area. And um, and so the the part of the legend is that people think that her ghosts still haunt the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that still believe that Jesse James there's still loot. Buried somewhere around that area. There's actually been treasure hunters. Treasure hunters. There's also been like treasure hunters that have come and like searched the area trying to find the gold. And they say that the that Nancy has cursed anyone who Ooh. tries to come and uncover. There's the, the legend the gold. part. So you know, so it's all a lot of teenagers, a lot of you know, people like to go explore it. You know, even yeah. urban explorers like to come and look at it because it's just fat. It's just a really neat thing to do. And I remember that one particular night. You and I and a few of our friends actually decided to go through the Spurlington Tunnel. We'd never done it before. I know I'd never done it before. Uh-huh. Maybe a few of them had done it had done it a few times. Yeah, but yeah. It was just something we wanted to do. It was late one night, you know, we felt like getting spooked. And we just said, hey, let's go to the Spurlington Tunnel. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm, I'm, as I'm thinking back to that night, I remember, like, at first, you, you, like, you pulled up to this, like, it's actually a person's property that it's on. Yes, yeah. Um, like, the, the tunnel is almost, like, sort of off to the, like, you pull up to their house, is off to the right, facing their house. Yeah, uh, no, to the left. To or the, the left. tunnel's to the right I got when you. you pull in, right? Right. But but it was kind of like, when you go there, you kind of, like, we, we had asked the people there, you know, you kind of let them know, hey, right. is it okay if we go with the tunnel? And they were like, yeah, sure, no problem, because there used to people coming in back there and mm-hmm. touring it or whatever. 
Um, so we did. And I remember, like, we kind of spent the night going through the tunnel, you know, investigating, trying to see if we could see any ghosts and anything. I remember, I remember getting to the point where we looked up at the hole. Yeah. In the ceiling, and I thought that was... Well, that's when we got a bright idea, wasn't it? Well, well, we kept going through the tunnel. I remember we did it, and we actually went all the way to the end of it. I remember we went to all the way to the other side. Right. When we got done, we were... And our idea was... <laughs> our bright idea was, hey, when we go back to the cars, instead of going right back through the tunnel, mm-hmm. let's just go over top. Let's go up on the ground, and we'll just... <laughs> we'll basically, like, follow the same direction all the way back to our cars. Because we didn't want to go through the dark again. We were like, right. hey, it's more fun just to go like up on the ground <laughs> to the woods or whatever. We'll just go in that direction. Because so that's how we started. works. And it, and it was okay at some point, because I do remember we actually found the whole opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember yeah, we, we got to that point where yeah. we found that. And that uh-huh. was even more scary looking down to that abyss of a yeah, hole. You know, man. no lights or nothing else. Creepy. But anyways, it so I know we got that far. But then at some point, we started getting astray. Like, mm-hmm. we, we started, we walked, and we walked. I remember we went through a lot of woods, I feel like. We went through, like, some fields. I remember, like, several different fields we yeah, were calling yeah. through. And, like, we weren't We, we weren't did. Finding, we, we got lost. We weren't finding any openings anywhere. Yeah. And, like, like it was nighttime. You know, we, we were, like, man, like, we're, we're legitimately lost. And this is this is a time where, like, tom-toms were just, like, the most advanced thing you had for a GPS. <laughs> right. Like, your phones didn't have... Right. We had, like, razors, you know? We didn't have stuff that could, like, right. guide us well, out or, of Well, or if, we it, if it was there, it was very primitive technology. Uh, yeah, we just didn't have that kind of stuff. So, uh-huh. I mean, like, we were, we were legitimately, like, on our own. Like, we're, we gotta figure this out. Mm-hmm. So, at some point, we see, like, somebody's house kind of in the distance. Like yeah. a farmhouse. I remember that. And we could see a long driveway that went down to, like, the road. And we knew, we were like, hey, this is a one-way road. If we yeah. can get to the road, we can walk our way back to the other house. We'll right. find it. Like, we can't get lost in. So, we knew we just had to get to the road. Uh-huh. And so, we were like, well, we've got to go to this driveway to get there. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, we're kind of creeping forward and stuff. And we're like, you know, the closer we get to this person's house, we're getting a little nervous because we're like, you know, we're, we're trespassing right now. Like, we're not, we're not supposed yeah, to be here. Yeah, technically, yeah. But we're also kind of like, man, we got to get to the road or we're going to be like, we're going to be out here all night trying to find our way out of here. Right. So we get right up to, I think, the fence line that was kind of like touching their backyard, I feel mm-hmm. like, of the house. And we were starting to kind of climb over it one by one. And all of a sudden, I remember this porch light like shot on and like we all got like right. real we got no you remember this like we all got like real like nervous real quick uh-huh. and we kind of like ducked down in whatever areas we could find like down in the grass because it wasn't a lot to get behind right right, right. And we just see like the silhouette of this this person like come walking out and i mean well it, seriously it was like it was a texas chainsaw Ooh, massacre yeah yeah i'm like i'm like we're gonna take off run, running somebody's gonna step in the bear trap <laughs> i'm like everything's gonna start to unfold Somebody's gonna get right to the end of the road, and they're almost there, and then you know they get somebody. Yeah, I'm like, this is about to happen because I'm like, seriously, the silhouette comes out. You don't hear anything, but you see this dark figure just standing there in the light, looking around out in the backyard. They must have heard us. Is what I think. They heard us laughing. Good old Walton Grimsby. And I mean, this you know, this is the country. Like, you don't trespass on people's property. Like, right, they'll shoot you. Like, this is so we're we're nervous. Like, this is this is life or death. Right. Right. This is survival. We've got to get to the road. Right, and so, we kind of live in an area that that's kind of fair. That's just understood, you know. It's just man, it's just don't be creeping around right? somebody's house at night. You're gonna get we call shot. those people missing persons right, around here, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but exactly anyway. right. So at some point, the per- they just walk back into their house, but they kept their lamp, they, their their porch light on, and yeah. you kind of see the silhouette disappear from the door. So we're thinking, we're like, are they testing us? Or are they just 
going to actually peek out of a window to see if anybody moves now that they're not standing outside. Right. Or is this, is this time to make a move? So we just decided we were going to do it. And we just, I mean, I don't think anybody that was hanging out with us tonight has ever ran that fast in their entire life. Yeah. And we got, sure enough, we got down <laughs> we to the we road. We made it to the road. I remember no that. issues. And I remember walking down the road and we eventually we, we found our cars back. Yeah. We made it. We survived the Spur Lynch and Tunnel. Hey, what if it was, hey, think about this. What if we really did, like, through the tunnel, we passed into some Ooh, an weird, dimension. like, and that was sort of like our, that was sort of the test right there. <laughs> like, we were we were about to escape the portal, and the gatekeeper was waiting for us. Who's <laughs> the gatekeeper, Al? Are you the key master? Are you the key? <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the key master? <laughs> Man. Hey, we survived, though. We survived the Spurlington Tunnel. We survived to live another day. Yeah. Hey, but it was actually a, it was actually a neat place to go. Like, I recommend mm. if anybody anybody that's never been there should go check it out sometime. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's still safe or if they can allow you anymore, but right. it's definitely worth right. the Right, do, do the it trip. the proper way, obviously. Yes, and, and please try not to trespass on right. anybody's property. Just, they may not be okay with that anymore, yeah. so... <laughs> Good times though. You, yeah. you do stuff. Like well, that I remember the tunnel be, with the, with that weird kind of ominous story behind it. But yeah. I remember as we got closer to it, you kind of get more of this sense of awe at what it is because again, this is man made. So yeah. like like the wall, it's it's very symmetrical. Like the walls aren't. It's it's not organic as you would assume the scary haunted cave would be. Well, it's like you know you're 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 exploring it not as not as a train track you know a train track tunnel. You're exploring uh-huh. it almost as this mythical cave. Almost. Right. I mean, you think you talk about it almost like this witch lives in this mm-hmm. weird tunnel that you know it has all these weird you know curses and hidden right. treasure. You're like. You know, as a young person, you're kind of like, this is kind of like You're the that. Goonies. Right. I'm, a, I'm. Yeah, man, we're the Goonies right here looking for Jesse James' lost treasure. And, and the witch might pop out and try to get us, man. And we're, you know, we're running through. Good enough for me, it's good enough for you, it's good enough. Good enough for me. We're all riding our bikes. I mean, seriously, who doesn't want to be the Goonies when they're younger? We were the Goonies, Al. Yeah, we were like the we were like the boxcar kids. We went to explore <laughs> no, the boxcar kids, explore the haunted uh, the haunted tunnel. You know, I I like it, man. I think that's awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> we were the Goonies, man. Uh, that was our glory day. Wow, that's when we peaked, wasn't it, Al? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> no, good times though. I, I I look back on stuff like that. And I think it's well, it was definitely interesting, right? Yeah, that's a good time. You know, it's just when we were kind of the world was kind of interesting and fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I remember even as kids, cause we were always <laughs> we were always in the bizarre and the supernatural mm-hmm. and things like. Yeah, that. Yeah, we really enjoyed kids. stuff like that. But uh, we had a lot of friends that shared those same interests. I think it's why we connected so well with those people yeah. in our lifetime. We did a lot of stuff like that. We loved going out and like exploring like supposedly haunted places. I remember we went to a few abandoned houses that had little store backstories oh, yeah. behind them. Yeah, it's always fun. It was just fun because like an adventure. It was an adventure to like go see this place and go explore it. You know, and especially it seems like sometimes you're the first person that's been there in centuries. Right. 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 Yeah. But then it's also kind of that excitement as what if I get to have an experience mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird to think as like young people like we wanted that like I, w- I want to experience something yeah that's that's bigger than me like I want to experience that yeah before you realize <laughs> 
before you realize that I might I <laughs> might become you, possessed in the process. But no. hey, I mean, you know, before you realize how insignificant we really are. <laughs> well, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> Bunch of chimps running around. Speaking on a of insignificant pieces of shit. Oh yeah, talk about the talk about this article you were telling about today. Oh, it was a really weird so, so article. So let me get this straight. It, it, it's titled. It's caused a controversy. It's titled Bean Dad. Bean is in like Pinto Bean. B e a n. Bean Dad. Bean Dad. Okay, so so explain to me the story about because this sounds like ludicrousy. This is ever evolving as well. So so it's very current. Oh, great. So I love stuff yeah. like this because it just gets more bizarre with every day that goes by. Right. Something's bound to happen. Yeah. So, so just to give a quick synopsis, a man named John Roderick, he's a lead singer and guitarist for some bands I've never heard of, and he also has some podcasts. Okay. So on Sunday, Roderick tweeted in a thread that his nine-year-old daughter came to him and said she was hungry. He told her to make some beans, and when she asked how, he said, open a can and put it in a pot. Then he realized that she had never had to use a can opener before. Time passes and his daughter grows increasingly frustrated because, as Roderick put it, spatial orientation, process visualization, and the order of operation are not things she intuits. <laughs> so, so... A nine-year-old So is this, kid. A, is this a science experiment, or I'm not confused. Your daughter said, Daddy, no. I'm hungry. Oh, it gets worse. Can though, I eat, Chris? Daddy? <laughs> hmm. Time for, time for test number three. <laughs> See if she can survive. Ooh, this is a learning point. No, this is, this is insanity. Please continue. I'm ready. I'm excited. All right, okay. I'm not excited. I'm terrified. Please continue. Oh, man. He then told her, Sweetheart, neither of us will eat another bite today until we get into this can of beans. Before returning to a jigsaw puzzle he'd been poking at all day. <laughs> Finally, after six hours on and off, six hours, Chris, on and off, and Roderick's daughter eventually telling her father she hates him, she successfully removes the lid. They feast on beans, and Roderick takes to Twitter to breathlessly recount what he obviously viewed as his greatest teaching moment as a dad. So, what is kind of the general consensus with everybody? That oh, you, they think that it's you're awful. They so think most it's people awful. are like, wow. Yeah, man. So, and people are obviously not happy. I mean, they say he's being shitty to, you know, to his kid. I mean, how traumatic. Like, to me, that, like, that's, that's gonna, that's right. gonna cause, like, she's gonna remember that. Right. He and, doesn't understand. He, he'll believe that she'll remember that as my dad taught me how to, uh, fend, I don't know, fend not for to myself. Trust him. I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, but all she's gonna remember is, not he traumatized me. She's gonna remember, like, <laughs> I'm fighting stuff now as an adult because of shit like that you did to me. Right, like that right. doesn't like that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. To me, it doesn't. Right, because to me, I'm like, you're right. As a father, you saw an opportunity to teach your daughter. Mm-hmm. What you should have done is you should have taught your daughter how to cook. You should have taught her. Your right. teaching shouldn't have been figured <laughs> figured out. Right, or we don't, or we don't eat. <laughs> Right. It should have said, okay, well, I'm going to come here, come with me. I'm going to show you how to use the can opener. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to teach you how to use the stove and how to cook beans and how to, like, here's your opportunity to say, maybe my daughter's ready to start learning how to cook and we can do it together. It'd be right. a learning experience. But he felt justified. It well, it could have been this really positive, impactful right. moment in her life. And instead it turned into this, this, because again, this is, this is the mind of a, of a child. Right. This is a small, this is a, a nine year old girl. 
So to her, she's not visualizing this as, I already have the skills I need, now it's just a matter of, of applying them and figuring it out. Like, this wasn't fun for her. Like she came no, this to was traumatic. She it came was to like, him I don't and said, Dad, I'm hungry. Right. And it, 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 I don't know, it just it set really weird with me because I think that's just really crazy that somebody well, like, went online. The reaction, his reactions, And expected that to be praised. Very it's, cold and mechanical, right? Right. right. And, and to me, I'm like, as an adult, you knew what you were doing. Right. You knew through fear she'll figure she'll learn. Mm-hmm. All, through fear she'll figure something out. Right. right. Like that's that's that freaks me out. That's how do you shit. how do you do that as a parent? Well, as an adult to yeah. a child. But wow. I don't know, man. So, that's so right now. That's been so, this fascinating so, story that I've been so once, following. So once he so, he so took once the he came down, out, it he took. So, so I'm sorry. So he took the post down. So he got crucified once he right. People put lost his their minds on there, him. Right? And, and some of them probably have. Have maybe there's always there's always going to be people who overly react, and when I say that, I mean probably say things they shouldn't be saying to people. But a lot of people have given some really well-rounded, thorough responses. Um, you know, just just to tr- like trying to understand how this was supposed to ever have been pitched in a good way, right? And they've got some really genuine questions, and it's interesting. Wow, that's that's insane. I just can't. So, for example, somebody put, only because I can't stop thinking about Bean Dad, which is what the Internet's labeled this man for. <laughs> the he's, Bean he's Dad. He's the Bean Dad. Wow. The Bean Dad. <laughs> Even though I hope to forget about him tomorrow, it's pretty obvious to me that he kind of deep down knew he was being shitty to his daughter, and that's why he took it to Twitter to reframe his shittiness as a teachable moment. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. To, to convince him that he was okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was justified. Practicing. It was right. justified. I was teaching her and wanted and wanted acceptance from others. Was he in some kind of bad oh, mood his, all day ego, and acted ugly? His ego is just that big. I and guess. then once he realized, oh my, like my daughter's in here crying and begging to be fed, like all of a sudden he said, "Oh, I need to somehow. How do I reckon, How do I believe that I was okay in what I've done?" Right. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he just really thought it was justified. He thought he would share with the world. How awesome he is, right? Man, that's that's just so... And that's just been one of the weirdest things I've read recently because I can't wrap my head around how an adult treats a kid like that. But it happens. But it does. It happens more often than not. It's just it's just wild that it's becoming, you know, this thing that everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. We're, we're, we're going through a lot of ideological changes right now, aren't we? As a whole. I think think it's great, though. Yeah. No, it's fascinating. It's cool to see where things are moving, hopefully in a very positive way for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Not just for one group of people, for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. For everyone. That's what what we we need. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's a little bit lighter tone, isn't it? A little bit nicer note to end on. I agree, man. All right, brother. Well, I look forward to hanging out again next week. All right, man. All right, everybody. Stay true. Stay real. Stay righteous.